This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Bring it up, Jake. In the National Hockey League. We'll also give you our bets for Game 2 of the NLCS with the Diamondbacks and the Phillies coming up 20 minutes from now in the final segment of a terrific football Tuesday here on You Better, You Bet. But before we get to the final segment, we need to spend some time talking golf in my favorite country, not named the United States of America. Of course, that is Japan, which which hosts hosts the Zozo Championship coming up this weekend in golf. Absolutely can't wait to talk about it. Can't wait to bet on this tournament. And joining us right now to break it down, one of our absolute favorites here on You Better You Bet. You love him from Sirius XM PGA Tour Radio, and you also love him from the Action Network, where you read all his written breakdowns of the golf tournaments and get his bets on the Action Network app. Of course, that is our friend Jason Sobel. Jason on Twitter at Jason Sobel, T-A-N. Nice enough to take some time out of his Tuesday again to join us here on You Better You Bet. Jason, welcome back to the show. It's Nick and Ken. Happy Zozo Week. Happy Zozo Week, boys. I appreciate you having <laughs> me on. As always, Nick, I'm going to hijack the beginning of the segment real quickly because... Ken and I have not talked about this, but I want everyone to know that we are in the same college football pool every week. We are. And there are 35 people, a lot of names you might know. I won't give up anyone else. I hope I'm not giving up Ken. I hope your employers know that uh, you like to throw a couple of bucks on some I think, football games. I think they're okay with it. Okay. I want to make sure I wasn't getting you in trouble. Oh, wait, wait. Uh, whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on a second. Ken, <laughs> yes. you, Ken, you bet on football? No, I, I just like to throw a couple bucks in a pool now and again. Okay. You know, just nothing too crazy. Ken right now is a very, very respectable 21st out of 34 in the pool right now, which is, uh, that's a really nice place to be about halfway through the season. Myself, I, I'm a mere sixth place right now, uh, 15 mm. spots ahead of him. All I'm saying right now is, guys, I know I join you most Tuesdays during the PGA Tour season. If you need me for a Thursday or Friday getting people ready for the weekend and the <laughs> nice. college football games, I'm here for you. That's all I'm saying. Yes. Uh, so uh, Sobel miss instead of lock miss on the uh, every day of the week doing college football stuff. To be fair, I did win an individual week of the pool, which pays for the yep. cost of the pool for the year. I won. Yep. I had, uh, I went nine and one a few weeks ago. It was my first weekly win. This pool has like 40, 55, 40, 50 people in it every year. It was my first weekly win in nine years 
since I've won a week in that pool, which is just to have the best record in a week, like say, like going away, which is like really embarrassing for someone that bets. It's always the big games, and I like never I just whatever. I always do really bad at that. And Jason's doing really good. And hope Jason, hopefully, uh, best I of luck to you I, the rest of the year a, or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> I haven't won a week <laughs> this year. The weeks that I've won over, and I've been doing this pool for I don't know how long we've we been at 12, 15 years for as long yeah. as it's been going on. Uh, I'm pretty sure every time I've won a week, which is like once every three years. It's been chopped seven ways. Like I've never like gotten the full payout for what it takes to win a week. It's like, oh, here's a little, you know, here's some pocket change because you split it with everybody else. Uh, two things. One, Jason, really appreciate the invite to the pool. Um, second question, how are you <laughs> handicapping the Zozo? Okay, let's get to golf. Uh, yeah, I get it. I see where my, my bread is buttered here. Uh, I am, uh, I, I think this is a choose your fighter type of board, which means that, it's a limited field. You're not going to get too many good numbers on the players that you really like. It's very easy to look at the board and go, oh, Xander Shoffley, yeah, he's a good player. Colin Morikawa, like him. Ricky Fowler, Sanjay Im, Hideki Matsuyama. Yeah, I like all those guys. Guess what? You can't bet them all. They all have pretty short numbers. And so you've got to pick essentially one guy from that top tier. And my guy this week is Minwoo Lee. If you haven't watched this guy play, he plays with a little – a little panache, a little pizzazz. He, he's a fun guy to watch. He's Australian. He's a stinger off the tee. He's got a cool mustache. He's good on social media. He's becoming quickly a fan favorite. He's got a lot of power tee degree, and that's what it takes at this golf course. And he's he's a young player. He's young and he's hungry. He won last week on the Asian Tour. I have no idea why he was playing the Asian Tour, but if you're going to go play an event the week before this, go win it. He won that, didn't shoot around worse than 65 all week. And so Minwoo Lee this week is my guy from that top tier. Jason, usually when we do this and, uh, and you know, even when we give out our own bets on the show, it's always like why we like someone. It's always positive. I like this guy because of this. We don't really ever do like why I don't like this player or like why I'm down on this player. The other players in the top tier, and there's like a pretty clear delineation, right? Like Xander is a really low price. Colin Morikawa is a really low price. Sungjae and Hideki are really low prices. And a lot of these guys have like top fives in this tournament. They played it really well, whatever. Why not? those guys like you can like Min Lee, like cool like I, I think it's a compelling case he sounds like a guy yep. that people should bet on to win why not those guys uh Xander and Colin the top two on the board I believe at uh seven to one and eleven to one plus seven hundred plus eleven hundred uh, just the win equity isn't that isn't quite there for a number that's that short in the outright marketplace look if you want to start out a DFS lineup with either one of those players absolutely go for it they're great players if you want to play them for like a very conservative top five, top 10. If you're the kind that just wants to build up a bankroll with some of those props, I'm okay with that as well. I just, I couldn't get there with the win equity from those guys at the top. Hideki Matsuyama is a full fade for me. We've seen him withdraw from tournaments. We've seen him have neck issues. Never quite know exactly where his health is these days. So I just don't want to put my investment towards a player that has so many unknown variables. So I'm I'm leaving him off to the side. Ricky Fowler, look, he should be healthy now. I mean, I, last time we saw him was the Ryder Cup, and he'd been sick throughout the week. I don't think he's going to be sick four weeks later. That said, I, I still don't quite feel it right now for Ricky. I feel like Ricky kind of put everything he had into those first eight or nine months of the season, and uh, I could see a little a little uh, downtick now for Ricky Fowler until he gets back out to the West Coast swing next year. And so uh, I'm left with a guy that, Quite honestly, I really like. And this was a number in the marketplace that opened at 22 to 1. 
Guess what? I really liked him at 22 to one better than I like him at 16 to one, but I'm going to stick with Minwoo Lee this week. All right, so you better you bet with Nick and Ken, by the way. Terrific uh, golf Tuesday now here on the BetQL Network. Talking the Zozo and golf this week with our pal Jason Sobel from the Action Network, Sirius XM PGA Tour Radio, on Twitter at Jason Sobel, T-A-N. All right, so Min Woo Lee, or as our, our guy Tyler Morales calls him, Win Woo. You know, he's Ooh, Min Win Woo say. Lee uh, here yeah. for the Zozo. Once we get past Min Woo Lee, who else is on the outright card for Jason Sobel this week in Japan? Yeah, so I've got three other players that I've played so far, all in that kind of mid-tier range. Adam Shank is a guy that I came on the show last week, told you all about, trending in the right direction, some win equity with a couple of runner-up finishes, the ceiling is there, and he went out and missed the cut. But that said, guys, not all missed cuts are created equally. On Thursday, he made five birdies in Vegas, but he made six bogeys. And you just can't do that at that golf tournament, put himself behind the eight ball. On Friday, he shot a 68, and ball striking numbers were terrific. So I'm looking at those bogeys on Thursday as the outlier. And this miscut is an outlier because you got to go super low there. So that doesn't bother me too much. So I'm going to go back to Adam Shank once again. I've got some Tom Hoagie who is essentially the exact same story as Shank. Trending nicely. Ball striking looked good. Going into last week. Eh, he's a bit of a Vegas guy. So I could see him maybe having a couple of late nights at the tables. I don't know. But he finished top 10 at the Zozo last year, and so I think this is a nice place for him to get back on track. And the last one is a guy that I really am starting to like and a guy that I almost never play. Cameron Champ has three career PGA Tour wins. He is the absolute epitome of the high-ceiling, low-floor play. Like I said, he's won three times, so you know he can do it, but when he's not playing well, I mean, he's missing cuts left and right. That said, last week, he was one off the first-round lead, he held the second round lead, and he said during that, and I've got the quote here, he said, I think I have the quote here. Like I said, I have the quote that is. <laughs> there is a quote. It is eluded me. And it is here. I had the quote <laughs> right there. He's playing free-spirited right now, and he is uh, he's playing with a uh, sort of a, a more fun perspective on things, enjoying the ups and downs. I believe he's a father now for the first time, and so – he, just watching him last week, he looked like a guy that had a, a, a more positive disposition about him. He he's often looks like a guy that's not having fun on the golf course. That's translating to his scores, almost as if he knows he's got the talent and the skill to win out there. And when he's not winning, he's wondering why it's not happening. Now I think he's just going to let it come. And I expect it to be a big 2024. In fact, this is a short-term play on Cameron Champ for an outright play this week, but I love the long-term outlook for the entire year coming up that he's going to take a major step forward in his career. Jason, I, I'm, this tournament is, is a little different, right? Than you know, like we were talking about last week or we're doing the Sanderson farms, sort of like a hybrid event, obviously taking place in Japan, but where, you know, people that bet the PGA tour, follow the PGA tour regularly every week are going to look at the, the outright market for this tournament or look at the field for this tournament. It's kind of a hybrid, right? You have a lot of players coming over from the Asian tour from a lot of the countries over there. And kind of like, there might be a lot of names where you go, hey, like, I've never heard of that guy before. Like, should I, should I bet him? How do I decide between, you know, like one Asian tour golfer and another where I, maybe I haven't seen these guys play before are there names really far down where like maybe in kind of like a home field advantage a home course advantage not a lot of travel involved as opposed to the americans coming over maybe these guys finish in the top 20 or have like a, a big tournament for them are there any names especially guys that like we wouldn't have heard of that fit that description 
Ken, I feel like you read my preview this week, and this is a loaded question that you're setting me up, which is what any good radio host you're would not supposed and to say that. So Jason, tip, you're oh, not okay. supposed to say something like that. Yeah, gotcha. All right, sorry. Uh, you're supposed to set yes, you up. There is, yeah. there's, a, there's a player that I very much like. Uh, you probably know the name. You might remember the name. You probably haven't thought about him in a very long time, but Rio Ishikawa, remember that guy? Uh, 12 years ago, he was a 20-year-old, sort of like Tom Kim is right now, uh, playing – on the U.S. tour, playing well on the U.S. tour. He had a couple of runner-up finishes. He had a 20th place finish at the Masters. He was the next young superstar. I'm telling you guys, the media contingent that followed him was in the dozens. Reporters and photographers that would just swarm him after every round. His nickname was the Bashful Prince. And based on that nickname, you can kind of tell that I don't think he really liked all of that attention. Wound up going back to his native Japan where he's playing on the Japan golf tour. He's got a family now. He's 32 years old. And by the looks of things, he's playing some really nice golf. Runner up in his last start, top 20 and five of his last seven. Granted, it's not the same level of competition that he'll see this week, but at 350 to one, uh, you guys could be in the field. Ken and Nick, put you guys in the field. They put 350 to one next to your names. I'll sprinkle a little bit on that. So I think it's a really big number on Rio Ishikawa. If you're asking me, like, do you think he's going to win this week? No, probably not. But do you think he can win this week? Is there a 1% chance that he can win, which, uh, you know, is better than the implied odds based on the uh, on the number that he's got next to his name? Yeah, I, I think there's a 1% chance. Sure. So I'll take that shot and I'll play him at 350 to 1 this week. Jason, let's close with this. Any other bets for this tournament coming up that we have not yet discussed for our listeners and viewers, please? Yeah, so a couple other names that I, I didn't mention that if you want to get in, uh, I, again, I, I feel like it's if you're choosing one from the top tier, you really can't choose two or three or four. And so Sunjay M and Cam Davis were kind of like the next two out for me. Sunjay right around 14, 16 to one, and Cam Davis right around 20 to one right now. I like each of those guys. So again, other investments, whether it's prop plays, whether it's sticking them into your DFS lineup, I do like them. And guys, before I go, a little PSA for the people out there. Because it's in Japan this week, first tee time, 7.45 p.m. Eastern time on Wednesday night. So if you're one of those procrastinators, you like to do your research, you like to listen to all the podcasts, read all the material out there, don't wait too long because at some point it's going to turn into a live bet because they start playing at 7.45 Eastern time Wednesday night. And we'll be doing golf bets, our segment, earlier in the show tomorrow to get that out in podcast form so no one has to worry about, oh, what are we doing so late? We, we will make sure we get it out for you to make your bets. Uh, I would be remiss and not doing my job if I did not ask this question. What's the college football lock for the weekend, Jason, since you're the best college football handicapper on the planet? Yeah, I knew you were going to go there. I actually have, like, I've got a routine that goes on. So I've, I've got shows Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, obviously covering golf by the time I but get to like, unfortunately we're running out of time here. So what's the bet that you like for Saturday? <laughs> I have nothing. So I, my, my answer is I don't have it yet. It's part of my routine. When we get to Thursday, Friday, start working on college okay. football Saturday night. I watch games. I worry about the NFL. Is, come on. It's early. We're not there can, yet. Can you do Can you do us a fit? You actually, the answer to this question can be no. Can you, like, we're going to have Alex, our producer, reach out to you later in the week. I want to know what Jason Sobel's best college football bet of the week is, and we, yeah, I want to, like, say it on the show in the week. I want to, like, oh, so we do this again golf-wise, and I want to I know what it is. We can talk about it next time. Are you cool Love with that? I'll give, you, I'll give you 10 locks, whatever you need. 
Oh, we want one. <laughs> Just give me a number. <laughs> we'll, just take, we'll take one. Uh, Jason, we appreciate it. Jason's on Twitter at Jason Sobel TAN. He's awesome. Serious XMPGA to our radio. My friend, we sincerely appreciate it. Thank you very much. Good luck with the bets. Good luck with the college football. And we'll talk to you soon here Follow on the show. Follow me for college football bets, guys. <laughs> he's awesome. <laughs> like, I love that. It's we great. are in the same pool. Jason. I actually for, Jason I forgot Sobel. Jason was in that pool. I actually saw that the other day. Yeah. Well, he's and, kicking and your ass. Maybe you should be paying league. more attention, Ken. Yeah. On the other side, our hockey bets for tonight. Bets of Steel, Major League Baseball, Game 2 of the NLCS. We'll be right back with You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM. <laughs> on the BetQL Network.